near Agrigento. So this wouldn't be one of those trips where Claudia would find long-lost relatives to introduce herself to, since the town she was travelling to was located in the northeast. But that was all right. She was just happy to be here and get a sense of her roots. Almost there, signorina, Felice shouted to Claudia above the din of his car radio, which was blasting one Italian ballad after another. She had found herself tapping her foot in time to the enchanting music. She could get used to listening to Italian music. For a moment she had to pinch herself to believe it was all real. From the perfect panorama to the bucolic valleys between the hills and mountains they were driving along, to the emotion-laden pop songs playing on the radio, Claudia felt as if she were watching an Italian tourism TV commercial. Soon, as the driver had promised, Claudia saw the road signs pointing to her destination, Convento di Santa Lucia del Mela, Santa Lucia del Mela Convent. The incline became steeper, and the roadway narrowed even more. Claudia's heart dropped when she noticed the Fiat hugging the side of the mountain. Immediately she turned her head so she wouldn't see the dramatic drop over the mountain's edge. Her pulse calmed down once she noticed the road widening again in front of her. They were entering a village that was perched along the mountains. Bicyclists and people on Vespers vied with the motorists. Right as she was thinking she would be able to get out of the stuffy car, Felice began ascending a twisty path up another hill. I thought you said we were almost there. Claudia tried to hide the irritation in her voice, reminding herself she was no longer in New York City, where constantly showing your annoyance to everyone who tested your patience was expected. We are at the top of the hill. We have to go through the village first, Felice said before glancing over his shoulder at Claudia. You have heard about Il Dolce, the pastries of the Sorella Carmelitani? See, you cannot wait to try them, no? <laughs> Felice laughed. See, I am here to try the convent's famous pastries, but I am also a writer. I'm going to write a book featuring their famous pastries and tell about the history of the convent as well as interview the head pastry chef, Sorella Agatha. Ah, bravissima, you are a writer, and you come here from New York, so far away. Make sure you write nothing but the best about our little mountain town and about the sisters. They are good women, but most of all women of God. Felice nodded his head knowingly at Claudia. So, Felice, are you from Santa Lucia del Mela? See, si, born here, and I will die here. May I ask why you think the convent's pastries are famous? What makes their desserts more special than, let's say, the desserts in the finest bakeries in the cities of Messina and Palermo? Felice shrugged his shoulders, and for a split second removed his hands from the steering wheel, gesturing toward the air. Naturally, the pastries are very good, but it is more than they taste. Ah, uh, how do you say? Felice stammered for a moment as he tried to think of the correct phrase. 
The sister's pastries are special because of how you feel after you eat them. All the senses are engaged. How do you Americans say, uh, experience? He glanced at Claudia in the rearview mirror, meeting her eyes. Yes, experience. Claudia nodded her head, imploring Felice to continue. You have a beautiful experience when you eat one of their pastries. You will see what I mean after you try them, believe me. While Claudia could relate to what Felice was saying about the convent's pastries imparting an experience in addition to taste, since she had trained her palate and her five senses to take in every nuance of food, she couldn't help feeling that the driver was biased and wanted to portray the pastries as being far superior to those found in the pasticcerie of Messina, the nearest large...